Hello, daughter. Well, good morning, father. How are you, little one? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm tired. Yeah, same. I I have this thing where occasionally I'll wake up like a Disney princess at three in the morning. Yeah. And then I just cannot go back to sleep until like six, six thirty. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. And yeah, that happened to me last night, which was not ideal. And I did nothing productive. Sometimes I'll at least do something productive, like yeah. send emails for diversity and inclusion and then just accept that I look like a psycho. But <laughs> you might check under your bed to see if there's a pee, princess. Maybe. Or the boogeyman. Yeah. I, uh. Did, um, it have, did you work late yesterday? Um, well, not with Peter, but I had, yeah, I had to record something mm. for someone else. So I got, I actually got home around 4.30 and I've got Bailey back now, which is nice. Nurse Bill. She's she was girl. with uh, your mom and Zach while I was busy with the video audio recording stuff. Yeah. Basically uh, two weeks. But she's think, back here now, so. Oh, that's good. I think Evan and I might um, start looking into getting a a dog or something. I, you know, I want a Tegu, but he yeah, doesn't want lizards. So we might right. settle. We might compromise with a cat, but I also, I I know I've talked to you about this before, but I'm obsessed with this one poodle on tiktok that um pushes buttons that say certain words and she basically communicates all like really more intelligently than i thought a dog could communicate some of it i i am still very skeptical on certain things like she has a love you button which Mm -hmm. i just you know i did so so are poodles well god you don't understand what well, I just, I don't know that she necessarily has a concept of what I love you means. You know what I mean? Like, how do you teach the concept of the phrase love you to a dog? Mm-hmm. Like, you, she pushes that button and then, you know, and then well, is there... says, oh, I love you too, and she gets scratches. So I don't know yeah, that I'm assuming that's separates. what it is. Yeah. But is there any data or... Well, so she's one of, of there. There are a few dogs and a few there. They've done it with cats too. Cats, um, <laughs> from what I've seen, all of the data shows cats are perfectly capable and just mostly uninterested in communicating <laughs> right. with us, right. which is pretty on brand for cats. Right, so they're not the social animals necessarily. Yeah, at least they're consistent. Whereas, um dogs i mean obviously it's gonna the cognitive ability is gonna vary with breed you know right that's what i was gonna ask i i was unaware are poodles considered a really intelligent poodles are very smart they're the kind of animal they're the kind of dog that needs consistent and constant training interaction and and, yeah and stimulation because they like they're they're kind of like cats in the sense that if you don't train them well immediately, they can get very snippy and just, mm-hmm. you know, they they'll learn like if I if I bark 
I get pet. You know what I mean? Like they just they right. they know when something is undesirable is an undesirable behavior, but they will do it anyway if they feel like it out of but like they understand and will be like, No, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Whereas other dogs yeah. are much more just loyal and not not that poodles aren't loyal, but they just require a lot more stimulation. Right. I didn't realize poodles were that intelligent. For some mm-hmm. reason I had in my mind that they were some of the less intelligent breed, but well, I, it's I, it's probably I, because a lot of poodles that you've met did not don't receive the. I mean, this woman who has this poodle, it's this is her, to my knowledge. I don't know. Maybe I maybe she does other stuff, but she seems to just take care of and train this poodle to speak. You know what I mean? Like maybe she, yeah. um does something from home i mean everybody's doing something from home at this point well, so i i'm a little just i don't understand why there's not especially this woman if she's that dedicated to this which obviously she is mm-hmm. why is she not writing some kind of well she is she's a, how this works well know? so there it's not that she um, there's already a book on it by an actual scientist. I forget what it's called and who the scientist is. So, you know, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, the woman that I follow, the what about bunny is the TikTok account that I'm talking about. And, um, she is, she's participating in like, I think a couple of times a month, um, some researchers from, I forget what university, like come in and film bunny throughout the day and she has constant um she has like nanny cams around her button board you know Mm -hmm. so like that she's sending data some to someone who's qualified to assess it the the not that i don't know what her level of experience is to my knowledge she is not a behavior behavioral researcher she just like what got really interested in this and has the and has created an environment where you know the animal seems to have been set up for success and so that data it's it's a very new thing that's happening like other and other people are starting to do it with their dogs and so like you know anybody and everybody is like encouraged to send in the data that they collect but yeah. it's all i think the the book doesn't exist yet because the data isn't there yet. <coughs> gotcha. Well, I'd be interested to see how this comes to fruition then. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting. They are now, Bunny is, they just added um, like tenses to Bunny's buttons. So she has like morning and night and went. I think those are like the three buttons. Mm. And so she, there was a clip of her like coming over to the board um, and she clicked poop. And so they're like, oh, okay, let's, let's go poop. And then two hours, it cuts to two hours later and she just goes, bunny went poop and just pushes those buttons. Oh, that's, that's cool. And it, then maybe... it was really interesting and then she, maybe there is a there is a suggestion that she does understand the tenses. There, yeah, there are definitely um, and you know her 
her the male owner this woman's partner he works like upstairs during the day so bunny doesn't see him until he comes back downstairs and so she'll say things like dad upstairs now dad nighttime and so there's like there's it's not complete thoughts and there's a lot of reading into what she means being done but you know it's it's hard to ignore the consistency in which she uses the buttons as well as like it you know you gotta take it with a grain of salt I guess is what I'm saying because at the same Mm -hmm. time dad night doesn't really mean anything right but you're like yeah you'll see dad at night that's yeah that's it she's got it you know well I wonder I wonder how it was presented to her to associate dad with coming home when it's dark outside which I'm assuming that's what the dog may see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that night means it's the light is leaving the house. Yeah. Well, so you, it's the same thing with any sort of conditioning of behavior. You like whenever they're, when you first introduce the button, like I think she has the button bird or cat, right? Uh-huh. So whenever to introduce the button, whenever the woman would see a cat, she would go over and, push the button cat and and, you know like point to the cat like this is the cat very um i don't know this might get offensive but very helen keller (laughs) right (laughs) like very like water like you know what i mean (laughs) right right yeah (laughs) not to be fucked (laughs) oh dear that was maybe a mistake that's okay (laughs) that's fine It's the same. We're all animals. That's what I'm saying. That's the yeah. point. Well, that's, you know, the study with dolphins always mm-hmm. fascinates me because that's been, it's probably been going on longer than I know, but I know in the 60s was when that was a big thing that was starting to become a big yeah. thing. Communicating with dolphins and within 50 years, we will have relationships with dolphins. Who knows what they're... Yeah, yeah. Well... But I, I don't think it's it's actually come to where we thought it would be i mean i yeah literally we were suspecting back in the late 60s early 70s that dolphins basically would be in some ways on par with humans as far as communication well i mean they they probably are and probably could be it's just it's very hard to get any sort of research funding for cetaceans because Mm -hmm. of PETA, like and Uh, you know animal rights and right. the whole, it, it's exhausting. I mean, I'm sh- it would be such a great enrichment for the animals under human care. Because that's the thing, they, they just assume that you're just pulling animals from the wild and then forcing right. them into these weird research scenarios. Uh, it's so dumb. Right, right. So silly. They're so silly. Yeah. Anyway, should we, should we say hello to all of our, all of our podcast friends? Absolutely, you first. Okay, cool. Hello, everyone out there in the in the multiverse. Uh, it's it's your girl Camille. Um, I uh, I'm a zookeeper and comedian, and we pretty much just shoot the shit. This is a podcast about nothing. It's just two nobodies and entertainment. Um, <laughs> I 
You can follow me on Instagram at Marielle Camille. That's M-A-R-I-E-L-C-A-M-I-L-L-E. And I'm going to be starting a monthly live comedy show at Trailhouse Brewing in Santa Rosa. So if you're in that area, uh, every first Sunday of the month, 6 p.m., Trailhouse Brewing. Oh, that's so cool. I'm glad. Have a laugh. The monthly cycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I love that poster you made. Oh, good. But cool. we'll we'll get into that after after you introduce yourself. Okay. This is your boy C dubs, Chris Walters. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> I'm a musician and animator in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh you can follow me on Instagram at C underscore D U B Z Z underscore. My niece made that name, so that's why it's so confusing. And you can also follow my official Pianimator way, uh, page on Instagram at the official Pianimator. Um, yeah, so uh, that's it. And I'm excited about uh, this this new monthly, once a month comedy show that Camille is yes. hosting, uh, I I'm guess, so starting excited. November 1st of this year, 2020. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, the first one. Yeah, this is a thing that she had started else, uh, at another venue uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago. And yeah. because of the pandemic, uh, that all got closed down. So it's kind of cool that it's picking back up again at a different venue, but a no less cool venue and perhaps an even cooler venue. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I really pleased about it. I was actually thinking about looking into making some sort of platform or sit. Well, I was looking into buying one because I didn't really want to deal with it. But then I looked at pricing. Mm -hmm. The thing, the things I found were egregious. And then I was scan scrolling on Facebook marketplace, but I don't know some of my, um, some of my comedy friends who you can follow. They also have a podcast called uh, Two Beans, One Bowl. Uh, it's oh, yeah, I'll listen to and that. Manny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're muffins. But they for because Manny Manny produces a couple of shows and he built a portable stage, basically, like just a small little, you know, um, stage they can set up and break down with yeah. like relative ease so i might hit them up and see like if i could pay them to do that because here here's the thing in my mind i could make myself a stage mm-hmm. but i also want my comedians to be safe <laughs> right you don't, I don't... And I, I don't know that i personally can actually be trusted i would i would weigh with... in on this not to be cruel but I don't think you can. That's that's a that's a yeah, whole science yeah. to that. No, I I agree with you one hundred percent. But in my mind, I'm like, mm, I can just get a couple of pallets, throw some, uh, what's it called, like not drywall, but um, plywood. Oh, plywood, yeah. Throw some plywood on top. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. That'd be fine. Yeah, but what's going what's going to happen? But, you know, the, the the least of your problems be will be the plywood will warp. Um, and that will, that's mm-hmm. the least of your problems. Uh, basically, as you know, obviously, um, getting the weight to be properly distributed with the bracing yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Well, and the thing, thing too is, you know, the, the venue that I'm doing at where we have this really great outdoor space, which is, they've just converted a 
chunk of their parking lot to um, seating and, you know, socially distant an outdoor area. Mm. And it, you know, in my head, I'm pretty sure it's level, but you know, there's probably some sort of slant or a grade to it because mm-hmm. it's a parking lot and you got to, we have a rainy season, so you got to have it sloping to somewhere. You know what I right. mean? Like you can't just, so like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know, it'll just be, it'll just be even because <laughs> the ground is always flat. Well, <laughs> since you're outside, do you have a covering of some kind? Like a, yeah, okay. yeah. So not only are they <coughs> going to have a, we have a big tent and, but there's also, I think they're working on getting heaters, some space heaters. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this, I think last podcast, my, my big conspiracy theory, I was just on a podcast yesterday, or I just recorded a podcast with someone yesterday. And um, I was talking about my big conspiracy theory that we're going to run out of space heaters and outdoor <laughs> heating things because all the restaurants and people are just like, yeah, that's just, that's not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> like, I don't know why, I don't know why I keep presenting it. Like it's this very clever, like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> multi-dimensional yeah. thing that I've come up with. Like, no, there's just, I mean, it's going to be hard to find outdoor heaters. If you want them, you should grab them up now, yeah, right. obviously. Right obviously <laughs> well so with camille then november 1st starting november 1st i guess it's the first yes. first sunday of every month is that how that works yep first sunday of every um, month at 6 p.m at trailhouse brewery which is a cool venue that offers cause a coffee house brew house mm-hmm. and bicycle shop so yes that's, yes that's awesome. all sorts of like very just you know west coast yeah i was just gonna say it's very like powerful. the most west coast like yeah. northern california bay area like vibe that's awesome just yeah well i love santa rosa anyway that's just a mm-hmm. really you know and every time i uh, tell people that you've that you're out there they say the same thing they go oh i love santa rosa it's so beautiful up there really yeah. that's interesting. Uh-huh. people love santa rosa because it's not obviously i i personally love San Francisco as well, but people are frightened. Right, big city, especially here. Yeah. Um. Well, it's all it's it is a good middle ground because you're you're very close to a Redwood Park. You're very you're close to multiple parks actually. You're close to the beach, but you're also close to the city without having to be limited to just the city. I get right. it. I get the plus. It's like wine country. You know, it's fun. So I'm going to jump in here and uh, kind of promote what I'm doing this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will be working with the Time Jumpers at 3rd and Lindsley here in Nashville tonight from 8 to 10.30 p.m. Uh, probably a lot of the listeners may be familiar with the Time Jumpers. They're Grammy Award winners. I think they've got three to five Grammy wow. Awards for their work. Uh, wow. It's kind of a Western swing band. Uh, but it's at, I like that name. It's, yeah, it's it's a really well uh, put together group, and they've been doing this for ages. Uh, and Vince Gill was performing with them for a time. I've performed with them when Vince was in the band. He's not going to be there tonight. Mm-hmm. I think he's busy. You've with performed the, with them before? I have, yeah. yeah. That's what you just said. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. tonight, 8 to 10.30 p.m. in Nashville at 3rd and Lindsley. And then Wednesday, I'm playing the restaurant Sambuca 
in the gulch, <clears throat> which should be fun from- Oh, that's exciting yeah. that stuff's opening up. Yeah, yes, from six to 10.30. Although that Wednesday night is the night before the third presidential uh, debate, which is actually taking place down the street at oh. Belmont University's, I think, Curb Center on Thursday. Wait, now that's that's going to be there? That's Thursday. Yeah, yeah. The presidential oh. candidates are going to be there, which does not make me happy. I, I, that is fascinating. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out, well, first of all, I got to figure out, because the, the gig is Wednesday night. But I guarantee yeah. you, downtown, there's going to be no place. It's going to be the park. Yeah, there's going to be, be no place to to do anything. Travis going to be horrible. So I'm trying to figure all that out. And then Thursday, when the debate's going to happen at night, I'm probably going to try to escape this area of town because it's oh, you easily. know not only is Secret Service going to be all over the place, but but just people in general. It's going to be honestly. It's supposed to be the highest turnout for a debate in presidential history i just i really wish that they would do it virtually oh, not absolutely. only for like safety public safety reasons but just like i i just feel like the current climate setup is so outdated oh yeah oh, yeah it's but i i mean because not only would Zoom protect people, again, because we are in a pandemic, but you can also, like, mute them if it's not their turn to speak. Like, it would just be so much more efficient. There would literally be, it would be nice if someone, if there was, like, a third-party fact checker that could, you know yeah. what I mean? That could, like, have little little text bubbles popping up on screen while... See, look at you, forward-thinking, like, yeah. It, just, it, would, it would just make so much... What's tricky is, you know, finding a, a non-biased third-party fact-checker that everyone would well, agree on. Well, yeah, that's tricky but, is that's but it, impossible can, nowadays. Nobody agrees right, on it. Right, yeah. But you, could, you can at least have the mute function, which I think for both candidates is important. Yeah, I agree with that, absolutely. I, I I just think that it would be good. It would be so much more beneficial. I didn't even watch the first one. I didn't watch it either. I, I didn't watch. Just... It. I heard a little bit of it on NPR late, <laughs> like near the end, but I just yeah. I couldn't stand to hear it anyway. So you know, I wasn't yeah. really that. I well, and I see things on Twitter and Instagram and all the social medias like. At the, no one no one's changing their mind no. like no one is watching these debates and being like i would like to hear what the other side well, of this yeah, is so and, that and I, can, I can make that my debate, decision there was no real debate it was just a different it just didn't work you know it was yeah horribly bad so yeah that's that's okay that's all right um oh hey i have not to just like completely cut off. No, that's good. That's all I had to say. Thing. So, yeah. Um, but so I, um, Maddie and I, my sister, father's other daughter, or Christopher's other daughter, Maddie and I have started a book club on, um, I don't know if you're going to recognize this guy's name, but do you know who Jay Manuel no. is? Okay. So 
he was the creative director of all the photo shoots on America's Next okay. Top Model. Like all now I know seasons. the name. And yeah, he, absolutely. Yeah. The the guy with the silver hair yeah. and I don't know if you remember. But anyway, he wrote this quote unquote fiction novel called The Wig, The Bitch, and The Meltdown. And it's about that series. And it it's a hunt yeah, it's about <laughs> his you know, the the character Pablo gets whisked away by this top model who is maybe at the end of her supermodel career mm-hmm. and to start this reality TV show called Model Muse. And it I mean, it's literally, it's just a tell-all, but he changed the names and <coughs> kind of tried to set it a little bit forward in time. Wow. So that it's fiction and it's satirical. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why people are mad. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Truman Capote... Uh, wrote a book not about the same subject but he wrote the same he wrote a fictional account that basically laid bare a bunch of his hollywood famous celebrity friends oh yeah yeah. i I read it actually i'm trying to remember what it was but yeah that idea is definitely i love i love the hot gossip don't get me wrong i'm not against the release of the book obviously like maddie and i are book clubbing it but it's just so funny. And I was, we actually um, recorded, I just went ahead and recorded us like talking about it. We read the first five chapters and then we, you know, had a nice little recording session That's to dish cool. on it. And I was gonna um, just start another podcast since obviously that's something that you're not going to be interested in talking about. <laughs> right. Um, but Anchor does not let you have multiple podcasts. So I was thinking, what if like monthly we do an, I, we just release an extra episode. Yeah, of, of that, of the Of that. Are you Absolutely. cool with that? I don't yes. want to. Okay. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, I think that's a great how idea. The branding would feel about it. I just think it's so funny. And if anybody else is. I mean, you know, and you can vouch for this, but Maddie and I were so Oh, you were obsessed with that show. America's Next. I mean, we we used to hide in my room with a Polaroid camera and we would dress up in little outfits that we thought were high fashion. Most of it was from American Eagle and Abercrombie. Mm-hmm. But we would, you know how like the door, uh, the doors in my room growing up there's there's like the one closet door and then the door immediately next to it to leave Mm -hmm. the room to go towards Mm -hmm. maddie's room we would shut both of those doors and that would be our white backdrop (laughs) but like you could always see a handle and the hinges it it was so (laughs) stupid but but i mean we were we were models okay (laughs) and i just i actually am interested in hearing you guys dish about this book Oh, it's so juicy. I mean, we both, I I had, I was highlighting stuff in this book. Maddie has annotations. Like we're disgusting. <laughs> we are the worst versions of ourselves. And, you don't, like, you don't sound it's, upset it's an, about it, to be honest. I am, it's, I mean, I'm you living my best life. It is truly the greatest thing I've ever, it's, here's the thing. Here's what bothers me about it is that the book was $20 (laughs) and it's just (laughs) paperback and I 
just it was worth it i'm not gonna say it wasn't worth it but i also would like my 20 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh it sounds like you're getting 20 dollars worth out of it already oh i am easily getting tw- i would i would have paid 40 <laughs> but but that's because I'm a monster. That's the thing. It's it's one of those things where I am very happy, but I cannot ignore that I am a monster <laughs> for this. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. This is it. Like I this is an element of my personality that does make me a little bit garbage. And I think it's important to I, I would agree, like that. you know. I mean, I and honestly, yeah. we all have things about ourselves where we feel like, you know, I just love this, but I'm garbage for loving it. Uh, we all have. That. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this is a different thing. I don't think this is me being garbage for loving it, but lately I've become re obsessed with, with mystery science theater 3000. I just, I love that oh. show so much. I, I mean, I know they have a huge fan base, but yeah, I'm just how, uh, going. People watch yeah, well, that. I watch it on, on YouTube. There's so many much stuff, and but it's still. Oh, okay. I think it's still on TV. What I don't know that I. Know oh really? What is? That? Yeah, you do. Yeah. It was started in the oh, mid nineties. Okay. It was started in the mid nineties. <laughs> no, no, no. I know what it is. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, we don't even. No, have to it was started in the mid nineties. It's basically a send up. Uh, it's like a. It's a send up of old B movies and worse, like the worst movies, the 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 you worst movies, <laughs> the most horribly directed and acted pieces of crap mm-hmm. are <clears throat> are championed on this show. And what it is is this guy got shot up in the space, and he's been captured by you know alien pirates, let's say, and they. Sure. They sure. refuse to kill him. What they want to do is torture him by making him watch these horrible movies. And you and have so, told me about this, but I don't know. So that they I've seen basically it. there's skits between them watching a movie, but it's him and two robots, Tom Servo and some other robot. I forget they're puppet robots, uh-huh. and they have to, they uh-huh. sit in the front of a theater and watch these stupid movies and just make comments throughout the whole movie. Of, and it's I I have definitely watched like yeah, the and of I that just I know it's cliche to love it at this time. I mean, you even either love that. I mean, we used to do that. You and I and the, the kids, yeah, all three right. kids and me used to do that to movies all the time. And I did that with my brothers yeah. and sister growing up. We'd sit there and watch movies, just like make comments and try to crack each other up. But for some reason, I'm just obsessed lately with rewatching this stuff because some of them. Some of them kind of fall flat, but some of them are so ridiculously funny. Like everything about it is hilarious, yeah. you know. So that's my, that's one of my new obsessions, and I don't know why I'm even mentioning it. But okay, is it? Did you? Can you submit videos? Did you submit wildlife news? Oh, I didn't even think. Of that. <laughs> I should. <laughs> No, yeah, that would be that would be the oh, opening God. short. Some of the oh. films are like full length films, but they have opening shorts before him. There's oh, I'll share really? I'll share one oh, of them with so you that I really funny. like. One is like this 1950s family, and the boy and girl get home from school, and they're getting it. 
they're they have to get they have to do their homework and get ready for the date this is a short and the date is with their parents sitting at dinner and behaving properly and it's just, gosh it's so stupid and funny it's like you you've got to I watch and it's a short it's I like six minutes i wonder just... yeah i wonder if you would i mean this is these are longer episodes but um action bronson who is a like chef and rapper and just overall like kind of a he's just a personality and evan and i watch all sorts of his stuff on the youtube but um he used to have a show Mm. on viceland and it was just called action bronson watches ancient aliens i think and so he would just invite people over they would sit on a couch in front of a green screen and they just play ancient aliens episodes (laughs) And then they just sit there and smoke weed and be like, no, there's no <laughs> fucking way. And like, they're, he's like this big dude from New York, you know, like decked out in Carhartt. He's got the the big yeah. beard, like, oh, he's a muffin. And then it's like him, this guy named, who goes by Body. And then there's Mayhem Loren. Oh, it's it's a wild time. I think you might enjoy it. I I don't think it would be something you could watch all the way through at once it's a little long because you know it's an yeah, ancient aliens right. episode which are like an hour <laughs> from the history channel but it like they just you know they just roast all of the yeah right that's that that's the same thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so you yeah, you might okay. enjoy it what's it called um let me double check the name um because i know it's action bronson is it just called? Oh, Action Bronson and Friends Watch H Watch oh, that's, Ancient that's Aliens. That's what it's called. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty much it's in pretty the straightforward in the title. The descriptions in the title. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally it. Yeah, it just describes what he what it's. You don't even need a synopsis. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um. But yeah, he's a he's an interesting dude. He has a lot of other like shows and mm. things, but I can't remember what they're all called. Like there's one show where he it's kind of um diners driving. Oh, I've heard it. Yeah. Oh, TV. that's but that's not his show. Yeah, called it's called Fuck oh, okay. That's Delicious. Yeah. His is called <laughs> Fuck That's Delicious. And then he also has a a show called The Untitled Action Bronson Show where he just like invites it's a lot of like him just being a very funny but like he's just such a unique individual and yet you also feel like Ah, you know someone like him somehow you know what i'm it's like a very familiar Mm -hmm. but like is he is he like a bro just saying what What he feels is is he he's uh he's like he's just a very like he's a very new york guy i don't like he's he's the you know he's the guy that you see on the corner of a of a bodega smoking a joint with chopped cheese Mm in in his yeah like in his carhartt and his tims actually i don't know that he wears tims (laughs) but in his carhartts for sure and yeah he's like on a first name basis with certain bodega (laughs) operators like that's his. But I'll let me okay. send you a picture of him. 
because I, I don't know how else to describe. He's like kind of this, he's just a really big, bald dude. Well, he has hair. It's just mostly <laughs> on his face. <laughs> he's a beard guy. You know, he's like a, he's a very hipster looking white right. guy with, beard, with a beard. Okay, let me, let me that look. also loves to eat and cook. I, I see. Hold on, let me things. look at this. Oh, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I think he also um, paints and will sometimes sell his artwork. And Evan and I really want one, but I don't know if that's he a looks real very thing gently yeah. plausible. Yeah. yeah, he he's but he's also like like I say, he's got that like New York like roughness. Where like he's he's a good-hearted person that is just so ruthless sometimes. <laughs> like they're. <laughs> Something about New York is just so ruthless. <laughs> like the way he compliments you, he's like, "You're gonna take this right, compliment." Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's New like York. That kind of That's a New York kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's New, it's York. New York. It's New York. It's New York. I'm gonna try to send you this link to this. Coffee. Let's see. That's Let's how see everyone talks is. there. So. Have to, yeah, Spot on impersonation. Uh, uh, oh. What's happening? That was, What's uh, going on over there? I'm looking for this this uh, Mystery Science Theater episode that I really want to share with you. But anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think this is one. Yeah, that's okay. So what? So you're at home. Uh, what are you doing today? Hi, this is the one. Okay. Good. Um, I don't oh, know. Sorry. I'm. I'm gonna. I, I, Wait, what? Oh, so you the, found the, it. So the um. Okay. The short is what's what's the good, the really great part, but there it's also fun. The the feature film is Invasion USA, which is sort of funny but pretty stupid, but. The short beforehand is called A Date with Your Family, and it's so great. I'm going to send that to you right now. Is it, is it like, kind of like, how, um, is it like Indian Matchmaker on Netflix? Or like, you know how like some religions or some cultures, like your first date is with the family, and they like talk about you guys? Oh, no, it's not that. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. literally one of those old black and white 50s movies like, you know, everywhere USA, you know, small town USA. And it's, you know, it's this narrated by a guy with a, you're at home with your family, you know, that kind of thing. Just really cheesy. Mm -hmm. and the, the kids are all like, hey, sis. Hi, Bobby. You know, it's that kind of. It's but what's <laughs> but, but what's funny is yeah, I get the, it. the comments that Tom Servo and the host and everybody are making because they're they're being abused oh. by being made to watch this movie. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I am impressed that the aliens know <laughs> bad cinema when they see it. I just like I mean it really if they can discern quality sim cinema versus to, you know, the, right. the slush, if you will, the B movie, the 
Like, what else? What do, what do they know about us? Like, I wonder, do you think that they're, like, ancient aliens, you know? Do you, do you think that that is within the realm of possibilities? Like, do you think that aliens maybe built the pyramids? It's, uh, I mean, when, when that's been proposed like, to me, I've considered it. I personally believe that there is mm-hmm. other life in the universe or the multi in the more multi universes. I don't yeah. think I think we are special, not in the sense that we're the most intelligent necessarily, but I think the mm-hmm. the wheels the turning of the wheels that enabled us to evolve the way we have is very it's so improbable that it's basically we're very unique we're we're a very unique being Mm. not that there aren't other unique beings but i i don't think we have the capacity as humans to even understand i'm getting i sound really esoteric i i think i don't think I we understand no, you... we are even capable of understanding what other in, intelligent life is like. I, I think there is yeah. a great possibility there's other intelligent life, but it's absolutely nothing like us. This, to the point where it's not that they've evolved technologies that we will evolve, you know, 5,000 years from now because we're just not as advanced as them. I don't think it's that. I literally think they're so absurdly different from us. Does that make sense or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that does. That makes sense. I um, I was also reading. Have you have you heard of the? Mandela I have heard of it, effect? but I don't know what it is. So it's it's basically, it's this. I don't want to say the word theory because I don't know how much research is really. Um, based around it but the mandela effect is is basically it was developed by a quote paranormal consultant so take you know i don't know what that necessarily means but like it it deals it examines like how we kind of have false memories of certain Uh life experiences sometimes like how um, how do you spell right. Flintstones? Do you want me to, or you just yeah, okay? F L I N T. Yeah, yeah. Spell it. S T O N E S. Oh, you actually got it, but like a lot of people, I well, guess. Well, see, I had to think about one it. That's why it, it, like it's look, I had to look at it Stones. and go, "That's wrong," yeah. and then think about it. Yeah, or or like Curious George, did he have a tail? He, didn't he have like a little button tail? He didn't have a tail. No, he did not. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any sort of tail. Like there, like there are just or it's called the Mandela effect because a lot of people thought he died uh-huh. in the eighties for see. some reason, but right. he actually died in twenty thirteen. Or there's just like, um, GIF, peanut butter. Like some people thought it used to be it's called so Jiffy, yeah. or you know, yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure you would know because you really like the Looney Tunes. But like, 
The spelling of Looney Tunes. L-O-L-M-Z-Y-T-U-N-E-S. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you, you're just heavily rooted in this reality <laughs> is what it sounds like. Well, like you are, you're, you're the guy. You are present man, you know? Um, but yeah, a lot of people right, think right. it's tunes like cartoons, T-O-O-N. T-O-O. Or like uh, Berenstain Bears is actually Berenstain Bears. Say that again, the Berenstain Bears are actually what? It's it's spelled um, Baron Stain. Oh, like I didn't know that at instead all. Instead of E I N, I didn't. It's A I N. Yeah, uh-huh. like just little shit like that. Right. Or Febreze didn't always have like all those E's. Oscar Mayer, some people misspell like Skechers. Mm-hmm. People will put a T in Skechers, oh, but it's just C H. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like Fruit Loops, they spell fruit with two Oops, O's uh-huh. so that they can use the the loops. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, just I, little, I have... like, yeah, the Monopoly Man does wow. not have a monocle, which is interesting. Yeah, so it's like this theory that that's because we, ex- like, we have these distinct memories. They're false. But then when you go to look it up, it's wrong. You're like, well, yeah. why do I have this distinct memory then? And is it and this woman is like, oh, it's because we're all experiencing time and place differently, and we're actually in a multi-dimensional universe uh-huh. as we speak. But it, it's probably more like we're getting the right. guy mixed up with the Monopoly guy, and we just kind of merge. You know, I'm I I literally read a BuzzFeed article about it this morning, so I don't I don't know why I am speaking as yeah. any sort of authority on this. No, I need I need to check this but, out. I mean, I've heard of the Mandela effect. You know, I, I took a quiz, so. I just the term. But that makes sense. I yeah. mean, I think we're all prone yeah, to those the, uh, inconsistencies. Believe is correct, mm-hmm, have always believed mm-hmm. is correct, but they're not, you know. Um. And yeah. there's, but I, I also would argue that there's several explanations for several different ones. You know what I mean? Why we think it's Berenstein Bears as opposed to Berenstein yeah. Bears, or why we think the Monopoly guy has a monocle, which is if you asked me, does the Monopoly guy have a monocle? I would have said absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and I also wonder if like, if the Monopoly man today has a monocle the, because, you know, like the people, the people demand it who learn like, well, and the, you know, like I grew up, like you said, you uh-huh. thought he had a monocle. I thought he had a monocle. So if I worked for the company that produces Monopoly boards and I got there <laughs> and I was like, where the fuck is his monocle? Yeah. And then they'd be like, what? You never had that. Like, well, let's, <laughs> get him a monocle so yeah. like, they, like uh, yep. you know what i mean so maybe now the newer versions have a monocle and part of so why that we could be partially why uh, we felt he's always had a monocle yeah i don't know who can say i'm just trying to find oh i i was just about to say i'm just trying to find a logical explanation for things that has that has just been well, go, going back to your honestly. question to me about whether, you know, if, if it's the argument that perhaps ancient 
or aliens created, you know, the, the, um, the pyramids. I gave you my answer of what I believe in terms of the possibility mm-hmm, of intelligent mm-hmm. life, or even, I would even argue the probability of intelligent life, but that I, I put out the caveat that that doesn't mean that it's intelligent life that we can understand and grasp as intelligent In the way life, we, you know, we, because I, mm-hmm. I personally yeah. believe that we are that unique and not in the sense of, well, God made humans to be the, so important. I don't mean that at all. I mean, the things that mm-hmm. the cause and effect that created the evolution of our species yeah. is just so improbable that I think any other intelligent life is going to be mm-hmm. nothing like nothing to the point to the point that oh, we don't yeah. even understand yeah, that sure. it's as such exactly it what as what is your take yeah no I I totally agree because I mean uh, the universe right. is infinite right which means there are infinite possibilities which means that like intelligence Mm -hmm. has infinite possibilities and i i uh, i think it's the way i think of it is kind of how i think of when we talk about intelligence in the animal kingdom here on earth like i i love telling people how stupid birds are and and they are in the sense for the most part, there are exceptions like corvids, but um, for the most part, birds are pretty dumb because their skulls are so small and their brains mm-hmm. are right. therefore tiny, right? Uh, however, like, does do cognitive abilities, right. is that the only way to define intelligence? You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, an owl only has has very little room for a brain because his skull is so small and his eyes are so big basically he's got a little peanut for a brain in his eyes because his eyes take up so much space that's mm-hmm. why they can spin their head around so much because they literally don't even have room for eye muscles wow. to glance uh-huh. left and right to move them you know so they're always looking straight ahead at all times and that's why they can spin their head however they can sense a vole mm-hmm. moving underground. That's right. There's some there's something like built in their their we uh, don't think... DNA or in their system <laughs> yeah, that allows but... them to recognize mm-hmm. something. There's some signal that passes through them. Oh, just like even you say birds are not intelligent, but how is it that a flock can follow one another in a herd so quickly? Like a flock mm-hmm. of literally hundreds yeah. of birds can just create this like geometric beauty in the sky. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and obviously like that's that these are these are by our definition not really that intelligent creatures. But there's what is intelligence? I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know exactly Mm -hmm. yeah that's how i feel about it well because here's the thing i mean we're intelligent to survive and slowly destroy this planet but there are other there are plants that are surviving 
without destroying the planet. So who's, <laughs> Ex- who's exactly. the bitch now? I think, you know? I think we're that myopic. <laughs> and I don't think all of it is necessarily our fault. Some of it is. I think some of it is choice. But no. some of it is just an inability mm-hmm. within the organism that we are to recognize things, you know? I, uh, yeah. That's just... Yeah. And it's the same everywhere. I would say, let's say there is a form of intelligent alien life somewhere in the cosmos, which I assume there is actually. Mm -hmm. Whatever kind of organism that is may not be able to recognize the intelligence in us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I also... Like we're talking about the infinite possibilities and how that means there's there's obviously intelligent life and it likely does not look anything like what we would recognize as human or as, you know, intelligent that this, that and the other. But I what's also interesting is since there are infinite possibilities, arguably, that means there is something very similar (laughs) but just like, huh. a little bit different <laughs> and, weird. and that's spooky. I do like, I like that. I, <laughs> I love it, but that is spooky. Like, what if we never lost our third <laughs> eye? Am I right, gang? No, I'm just kidding. Um, stupid. That was a dumb joke. I'm sorry. No need I'm for a sorry about Camille. that. We're all among friends here. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. This was a very, um, like, not existential, yes. extraterrestrial yeah, uh, conversation we've had. This was fun. I think, I feel like this podcast really opens the door for us to just I talk love about it. weird shit yeah. together. And I think that's nice. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited yeah. about uh, Maddie's and your book club. Uh, I think you should, uh, you should uh, promote that through the Charizard Chronicles, you know. I'm totally down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted, I didn't want to just, you know, sure. make that decision and do it. So yeah. thought I'd run it by <laughs> you while we were recording. That's good. So you can <laughs> go hear the comedy of Camille and other comedians, which uh, she is the host of a comedy show at a trailhouse brewery in Santa Rosa, California. Yes, uh, every first Monday of the month, starting November 1st, so, I'm sorry, every first Sunday of Sunday. the month, starting November 1st of this year. And you can find me playing around Nashville as it's opening up, as venues are opening up. Uh, tonight with the time, tonight with the time jumpers at third. Very Mensley, exciting. Which is a great group. Uh, you might've heard of them. You might've even heard them, witnessed them before, but if you haven't, Come check it out because it's a pretty stunning group of musicians. And if you have already seen them, get yeah, out absolutely. there. You can finally go and do yes. shit. So do it. Yeah. And then on the 21st, you've also got uh, yes. something, correct? Wednesday, Wednesday the 21st, I am at Wednesday? Sambuca yeah. Restaurant in the Gulch in Nashville from 6 to 1030. Sambuca. Nice, nice. Cool. Absolutely. Well, Father, it has been yes. a blast. As always. 
Be sure to like and su- subscribe to the Charizard Chronicles if you enjoy uh, what you've heard. And even if you don't enjoy it, um, feel free to leave a review because that will also help our visibility Absolutely. on people's explore page right. and things. Thank you. Love you too. All See right. You, thank you. Bye-bye. Love you, Dad.